from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. This week, like many weeks, has been pretty crazy. Fortunately for me, I still have my job through all the craziness going on. That being said, that means I am pretty unable to relate to some of the sentiment of feeling bored right now. You know, I think it has been years since I have experienced boredom with all of the countless projects I am always in the middle of and my love of video games and movies and other hobbies. I never really have time to be bored. This week, I am trying something new. I am recording two weeks in advance right now. So this, uh, normally I record on Saturday and it plays on Monday. This week I'm recording on Saturday and it'll play not this Monday, but next. So hopefully my content is still pertinent. A lot of this stems from this feeling that I've been kind of stuck, that my Saturdays I'm forced to do the podcast in the morning and I'm trying to avoid that feeling. I was listening to Pat Flynn on one of his live streams, which of course I didn't listen to live, right, because I'm always busy. But he was talking about a content hamster wheel, that if you make content week after week, it can feel like a grind. And he thinks it's ideal to have everything planned out a month or so in advance. And I think a month is a little much for me. I like to be agile and able to change topics as necessary. But I think he does have a point, and thus... Here is this experiment where I will try to not create the show three days before it's supposed to air. So we're trying that now. Let's see how it goes. I also feel like I've been talking about investing a lot, which is definitely a focus of the podcast, but not the only focus. So this week we're going to shift gears and talk about tips to save money. We have some great tips for you. Stay listening. I want to emphasize a point I have made before, but I think is even more pertinent now than ever before. And that is use what you have instead of buying new. Now, in today's episode, I'm mostly going to talk about food. I haven't had the chance to go to the grocery store much recently. So I've had to use what I have at home and get a little bit more creative with my food. But you know, as humans, we don't do the best without limits, without restriction. Restriction and limits can actually help us unlock our potential. It can help us find creative solutions we wouldn't have found otherwise. So I try to do a little planning in advance. I look at the fridge and try to identify the foods that are going to spoil most quickly and what should be used first. And that's the basis of starting my meal planning around the ingredients I have that I need to use. And then I pull from my pantry staples as needed to create the dishes. For example, last week I had fridge biscuits in a can that were getting a little bit old. Just as an aside, I usually buy these from Walmart for 50 cents a can. It's not a bad deal. Then I also had some vegetables to use, carrots, celery, etc. So I thought about a meal that would use all of them, and I ended up going with chicken and dumplings. So I made a basic chicken soup. Oh, and I had some canned chicken meat to use. I cut up the biscuits and ended up plopping them into the soup when the time came. Now this isn't a cooking podcast. Not that I even know what a cooking podcast might look like, which I guess is nothing at all because you can't see a podcast. Anyways, 
I made what I had work, and I came up with an interesting idea that I wouldn't have if not for those conditions. Having these restraints actually helped me make something new. Likewise, when I go to the store, I look for the cheapest ingredients. I will buy whatever is on sale, and then that is an opportunity for me to make something tasty out of it. It's like a game. It's exciting, and it's fun. And sure, it takes a little bit of practice. Not every dish I make is a hit, but that's kind of the fun in life, to experiment and try new things. In fact, if you follow me on Instagram, which you should do, I shared a Ty Lopez quote recently, which basically is that whoever experiments the most in life achieves the most success. Something to that effect. And with cooking, that's often true too. As you try new combinations, you will discover new things. Maybe you'll find something that you like. Uh, Maybe you'll find something you don't. But that's okay too. That's all part of the fun in it. I think it also helps to study up on some basic techniques. Not to go too much on a tangent, but you know, I sometimes think about writing a cookbook. And this book would have no recipes though. It would just be a bunch of techniques on how to do things. And perhaps there would be something like a recipe in it, but it would have many options. For example, it might list acid of your choice as an ingredient. And below it, it might say a citrus juice is good, especially lime, or lean protein of your choice, or basically just large categories like that where you get to decide what you use based on the ingredients you have. The book would just take a bunch of basic techniques to use in the kitchen and when you might use them. Now, when I look at a cookbook, I rarely follow a recipe. I just use the recipe for ideas. So why not cut out the extra step? Instead of having a traditional recipe book, you have a book of just ideas, and then you pick the ingredients that you use. Even if this hypothetical book that I'm talking about doesn't exist yet, I think it's still a useful mindset to have in the kitchen as a frugal cook. Recipes are just suggestions. You can substitute similar ingredients, and this is a much more frugal way to run a kitchen. Another YouTuber I like, Adam Ragusea, talks about cooking and how cooking your own food can be more frugal under certain circumstances. And one of the requirements is that you use the ingredients you buy for more than one dish. In particular, he talks about a blend of herbs he uses in a chicken dish and how he can substitute that blend of herbs for other things or he can use the bottle of herbs in other dishes. So when you're cooking, look for substitutes. You can also skip things you don't like and you may even end up with a product that you like better because you got to personalize it to yourself. So if we're still holed up when this episode comes out, use what's going bad first. It would be a shame to let perfectly good food go to waste when sometimes the grocery stores are having trouble keeping good food on the shelves. All right, and stick with us for a little bonus segment after this break. Welcome back. Apparently, I have deleted everything I just recorded for the second segment, so here we go again. Oftentimes, even things we think are trash can still be used. Onion skins, vegetable ends can all be used to make stock. So the next time you're chopping up an onion, 
You can save the skin, uh, the little bit of root bit, whatever you want to call it, the tops of carrots, all that. Throw it in a Ziploc bag and put it in the freezer. When it gets full, I will boil it and make stock. You can do this too with um, any vegetables, really, that you have. Although, as a brief aside, apparently some starchy vegetables you don't want to use for this, like um, broccoli stems, just as an example. Apparently it's bad for stock. I will also collect the heel of bread, like all the heels from each loaf of bread, and save it and put it in the freezer, and when I have enough, I'll make homemade croutons out of it. And lots of things can be reused in a way that's great. In theory, I have a blog post coming soon sharing my crouton recipe. I have to do some cooking between now and then and get some pictures uh, in order for that to happen, so we will see. If you have any frugal tips, send them this way. I say that with a little hesitation because the last time I asked for frugal tips on the internet, we had some slightly mixed results, but I trust you, my listeners, to give me quality information. All right, that's all for this week. Stay frugal. Oh,